the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives free. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Give up a chance. Give up your heart. Love never fails. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Give Russell. Up your heart. Thanks, and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with the awesome couple, Lexi and O'Brien Buchanan. And um, they have been married for three years now. They actually live in Pinole, and they gave their life to Jesus four years ago. And they're here to talk about how they have been, as a couple and as individuals, delivered out of darkness uh, with backgrounds in exploitation and drug dealing and other things that... um, just from, you know, being in the world. And, and yet that God has brought them into this marvelous light um, and they've been living for him ever since. And so they're going to be talking to us about their past and also their present as a married couple and some of the things uh, that they're doing um, in this season, especially in this tumultuous time. And that's going to be a focus for us today as we talk about some of the challenges um, that we're faced with in this in, in our world as it relates to exploitation and drug dealing and violence and 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 disease and just everything that is is happening in our uh, in our world. So I want to first thank you so much, Lexi and O'Brien, for being on the show. So excited you're here. <laughs> thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us on the show for this opportunity. I do want to start off by just saying all praise and glory to God for this opportunity. And I would just want the listeners to know that, but for the grace of God, we would both be on the other side of this conversation right now. Yes. yes. So awesome. And that's why I think I, I consider it such a gift to have you both here um, just for the listening audience. So um, I've had, the, I had the opportunity to meet Lexi and O'Brien at, um, at the Bass Convention um, earlier this year, and they shared with me um, that this this issue of human trafficking was a personal was very personal to their hearts. And they they asked, you know, what can they do to get involved? And so, you know, my thought was, I think it, it's important for the world to to know that there are people in their congregations uh, that have been impacted by human trafficking but just haven't spoken out about it, maybe for shame, for fear, you know, that they might be judged or stereotyped. Um, and, and yet, you know, we know that the church is a place where we, we, sh- we need to be able to go and, you know, and share these kind of things and be prayed over and be cared for. Right. And so I want to talk a little bit about that. Um, you know, first, I want to ask you, is this something, you know, the fact that it, human trafficking and, and drug, you know, drug selling and, and, and just being in the life, is this something that you've talked to your church about or churches that you've been a part of about? And, um, and did, you know, did you have any apprehension about doing that? I think um, for me, it, it was, uh, it was our, we, we came in touch with a pastor that was uh he recently passed away, but it was a little church right across the street from our house. 
And the pastor, he just kept leaning on us, leaning on us, telling us that we need to, you know, come see, come, come to the church. And I kept saying, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell my mom. I'm going to tell my mom. You know, I'm going to tell her to come. And, and I didn't realize that if he was, you know, it was for me. And um, there was a time when I used to be heavily in the streets. Um, I, I, I would say I was born in Jamaica. So our, our life of our lifestyle was like, you know, if you're not cheating, you're not doing that right. So if you're not doing everything you can to, to make a dime, move out the way and let someone else from Jamaica come because they would be happy to do it. And it just kind of, it kind of set me off on the wrong course and where this man, he was so humble and he was, uh, he was going through cancer. And I think a lot of that, it really touched my heart because I just, uh, I really wasn't the type to say, I'm going to just reject everything this guy was saying, but because he, he, um, he should have been at home, like nurturing his, his condition and eating and going to bed at the same time. But he was so concerned about our condition and me and Lexi, we were like pointing the finger at each other and saying, you know, you're doing this and I'm doing that, which, which was true. Both of us were doing a little bit of everything. And, um, and he said that you guys really need to give your, give your, uh, your life to God and, and let him and let him go, go with his way. And, and I just called myself, uh, just educating myself about the Lord. And it just, it just really, really pulled me in. And I just feel like uh, it, it just really touched my heart that he, it, it felt like he gave his life for us to, to wow. get this. And, wow. and, then, and then when I see this, when I look through the, 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 the gospel and, and all the scriptures, Jesus did the same thing for all of us. And right. if, if, but he was like, he died for us to get it. And he plugged us into a way to where we, um, we just could not, even though we didn't understand everything that the Bible was, was teaching us, but the, 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 uh, the fellowship was so good that we just continued to show up. And even though I, I, I shared my discomfort, like, you know, it's kind of hard for us to start looking forward to this stuff, just coming out of the world. And I started understanding that, if you're in darkness for so long, in the minute you step into light, it's, it's not going to feel good and it's going to take some readjusting. And he also kind of shared with us how we have to deny ourselves. And, you know, and I really start understanding if I wanted to be filled with any kind of knowledge or wisdom, we have to empty ourselves and, mm. and, and not lean on what we thought we knew. And I thought I knew everything because, you know, I, I just I took care of myself ever since I was young. And, you know, being from Jamaica, I send money back to my family. So I took care of the family. And I felt like if I do that, I'm doing good. And I always thought, you know, I'm a good person. I haven't did that. And I haven't did this. But I do have issues that are, you know, most of us do. But and then I start realizing that, you know, none of us are good enough when we hold ourselves up to Christ. You know, so it was like a real humbling experience that I really had to educate myself. And and um, I was telling my wife the other day how. Uh, we're, we're, we're like addicts. We're, yeah. uh, we're addicted to the word and the same, <laughs> and we're like, I, 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 I kid you not, but we listen to, I don't want to sound like a radio station, uh, a commercial for the radio station, but we listen to the station and it really, it really helped us. Like I, I, I stopped listening to uh Camiel where Camiel every day and, and night, all those other stations, all they did was pretty much, pump more fear into me that someone's gonna, you know, someone's trying to outdo me. Someone's trying to, you know, take my girlfriend and, you know, because mm-hmm. the songs, every song on that's the radio right. is pretty much saying that, you know, your girlfriend's going to be with me at the end of the day. And right. I used to take that stuff home and be mad at my girlfriend about it. And at the yeah. same time, it wasn't, we weren't getting anywhere. And I just kept saying, look, I need to, and I, I was just in a place where I just felt there was no, there's no, I can't get any further than this. And even, even with my hustle, um, and I, I don't want to glorify it, but I did everything. Like I, I was, I was selling weed. I, I did construction. I was selling cars and, and I was doing everything. I had a job. And even with all of that going on, it still wasn't enough. And I learned how to become a better steward of what I have. And then he just blessed me so much. And the pastor told us like, we have to, we have to tell someone we can't just be, we can't just soak this blessing up 
and don't, it's kind of unfair. And ah, it was just so good to know that we're co-heirs of the Lord. And I was just one of those people that just, ah, I really like the internet. And, and now I don't, I, I, I'm anti-internet. I don't have any social media. And I just, every second that I get, we listen to the word. And sometimes when we forget, you know, we'll, we'll listen to some, some gospel music. And I could have never seen myself doing this like four years ago. It, it would have been like, it, it, it would, it was just, it, you would have never thought of me being this person who I am and the success that I've had. And I just found out that just working for the Lord and doing the simple things, because I guess he says, and I love your uh, equally yoke, because we used to listen to you and your husband as well. And you guys were such an inspiration to us. So no, it, just, it, it was so good to, to be, to see different people have success and, and just get it from God, you know, instead of getting it from this world. And um, it says that, you know, take on my yoke in uh, Matthew eleven twenty eight because my yoke is easy for all those who are, you know, heavy burden and come to me. And, and I realized us giving our life to the Lord and going to serve. That's another thing, too, that I wanted to say. Some people, when they go to church, they have the wrong expectation and attitude. So they go to church to be saved, to, to be served, I should say instead of going to serve. And we, when we went to church, we would always go serve. It was like a little church with like, I want to say 12 people and everyone was like almost 60 or 70. So we were like <laughs> the young people that are like helping them carry their bags or, you know, you know, helping them go upstairs. Cause you know, the people that didn't want to run upstairs to turn on the equipment. So before we knew it, we had a role in it to just help, help, help and serve, serve, serve. And just, and that little bit, was such a blessing. Like, I can't even tell you how much the Lord has given us back in return. Okay, O'Brien. So I'm going to take a quick break. We're going to go to break here (laughs) because you're on fire. I was just texting your wife (laughs) offline. I'm like, he's on fire. He's on fire for the Lord. I ain't mad at you at all. I am so excited for you guys. And uh, I know exactly what it feels like uh, to, um, to to finally find that thing that gives you joy. We're going to come right back. And okay. thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash, consolidation, and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio with Lexi and O'Brien Buchanan. Uh, They are a loving couple that has come to know the Lord in the last four years after a living a life that included exploitation and drug sales and a variety of other challenges. And yet, uh, oh, but God, right? Hashtag, but God. I want to um, start this segment by sharing John 15, 13. Um, and um, O'Brien uh, made me, uh, reminded me of this scripture, made me think about it. Um, and it says, greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. And it sounds like this pastor that um, it kept inviting you all, Lexi, uh, to church w- was an, uh, uh, an example of this. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think... Um, 
I'm trying to remember the question you asked before my husband went on, but um, <laughs> you pretty much asked, you know, did we let the church know what was going on? Yeah. So week. there was this guy that was drawing you and he didn't really know your story. Is that right? Yeah, I think um, so. I guess kind of what happened was, is we kind of put all our business out there on the streets, you know, just us being involved um, and, you know, that did have a major effect on our relationship going forward. Um, so, you know, I think one time one of our neighbors had told the pastor, the local pastor, that we were, you know, causing a lot of issues outside and arguing. And one more, one Sunday morning, he just came to our door and was like, you know what? I heard you guys are having problems. You can't do this alone. I want to invite you to church. And so, you know, we were like, okay, so wait, so wait, so wait, Lexi, let me just make sure I got this right. Let me just make sure I got this right. You, you guys were causing a disturbance. In yes. the community, okay? Mm-hmm. I want everybody mm-hmm. to hear that. Y'all were yes. fighting. Police were mm-hmm. coming over. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Did I get yes. that correct? Okay. Correct. And the pastor came to you yeah. and said, mm-hmm. get out my neighborhood? Did they say that? <laughs> no. No, no. no. Did they say, y'all y'all need to move? No. 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 <laughs> what did they say? Tell me what they said. He, he, said, he said, come on in. Come on in and come join us in our church family. And he just took, totally took us under his wing, you know, and like, you know, my husband mentioned, he did have um, stage four cancer during this time and still just made time for us to just counsel us and, you know, just just give a whole bunch of scriptures to us and a lot of Bible study we did with him. So that was very helpful. Um, but, you know, we did mention to him things we went through. But I think the exploitation part of it, I have never expressed um, or shared with anyone yet. This is kind of our first time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think it's more like the shame thing. I kind of didn't run it. You know, I felt shameful about it. So I haven't really spoke about it. But, you know, now I'm starting to feel like this is why the Lord put me through all of that to have this testimony to share. So, you know, I yes. can't be ashamed of that. Amen. Well, you know, we know that Joseph was sold into slavery by his own brothers. Right. And that and when when he was elevated, when he was elevated and he later embraced those same very people. And he said this, what the enemy meant for bad, God is using for good to save many Mm -hmm. lives, including yours, by the way. Right. Including Mm -hmm. the one who inflicted the, the pain on him, his own family. So so tell me, Lexi, how did how exactly did that happen? How were you um ensnared in the life um you know I, I feel like i put a lot of blame on the media social media you know rap music it's just like it has a pull on you know young people and even adults um but you know we kind of got into it um when i first met my husband we actually just met on myspace <laughs> a long mm-hmm. time ago and um you know i don't think we we're looking for a relationship in each other but we did speak about you know, doing call girl stuff. And, you know, I agreed to it. You know, it sounded sounded good to me. Um, and we actually, you know, started participating in it, um, you know, just a couple of times. You know, we really didn't get into it. It wasn't something that I liked totally, like the whole uh, pimp and prostitute thing. I think mostly I glorified, um, you know, doing the sugar baby thing, being an independent woman and just glorifying that lifestyle. And I think um, social media had a huge um, part in it, too. You know, there's so many people doing it. Like, almost all my friends are doing it. And I know you spoke with before that Girlfriend Experience show that just, you know, glorifies it, makes it look like a lavish lifestyle. And, you know, just looks it looks like something that, you know, you, you want to be involved in and that, you right. know, good, good will come for it for you. Um, yeah. And, and, so. and just tell me, Lexi, just for the listening audience. So you you came to one of my classes. And so I talked openly about SugarDaddy.com, which has been decommissioned. But there was a SugarDaddy.com, Sugar Babies. There's actual books written on this, a strategy to actually become an escort, if you will, um, mm-hmm. and pay for your Ivy League college tuition um, through uh, through this strategy. And even online classes that were being given to um, youth and young adults. And so it sounds like that was the way that sort of you came into this um, sort of buying into that that mindset that, you know, but but tell me, 
and, and if you could be really honest with me, was there ever a time where it was good? No. Yeah. I think, you know, there's a convincing that some, I've talked to several young ladies and, uh, and young men and uh, that have, have come through that way. And when I mean, when I say through that way, uh, for the listening audience, I mean, you know, there are some people that uh, get introduced to human trafficking by through gorilla pimping, where they're just snatched off the street. Obviously, that is not, uh, you know, a desirable way to get involved in human trafficking, right? Or if your family member exploits you as a child, clearly that's not going to be a child that's going to say, yeah, this was a good thing for me. But there are... Um, there are some people and, you know, and you might even talk to the people who are part of the sex workers union that may say, you know, I chose to do this. I'm independent. I don't have a pimp. And even them, even in those scenarios, when I ask questions like, do you like it? Is this something you really enjoy? Uh, I've heard time and time again, you know, it's I got to do what I got to do. So even then, when you select it or you, you, you know, maybe because of indoctrination and the culture, um, it's still the whole the whole platform for exploitation, from what I can tell, is not one that 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 delivers what it promises. Exactly, exactly. I totally agree. And then a lot of times, you know, I feel like the Girlfriend Experience show um, kind of showed that. You know, there's no danger. You're just meeting these rich, nice guys. And uh, yeah, it's better than being out on the street. But, you know, if you really think about it, it's no different. It's no different than being out on the street. You're still having the same issues. And there's still, you know, it's still dangerous, very dangerous. Because, you know, sometimes the girls are going to people's houses, you know, like, so I just feel like, you know, it's, it's the same either way. But they do kind of glorify the sugar baby thing. When it when all when it just comes it, it is prostitution and people think like oh yeah no it's not really prostitution it's not like that but if you really get into it and see what these people are doing and you know offering that it is it is just prostitution and I think that uh, for me my peers um, they they were really in, into this and almost all of them did this is very prevalent. Wow. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about the new documentary that is out about Jeffrey Epstein's uh, life. And um, I, I watched it recently and, you know, I, I, I was, I, I guess I didn't realize how prominent this was and prevalent it was, especially um, with just one individual who probably trafficked, I think I did the math, um, he he trafficked somewhere in the way of like 17,000, 14,000 girls. And so um, we um, will come back and we'll talk a little bit about that. And then I want to bring uh, O'Brien, I want to bring you back in to talk about sort of the, the, the mix with, you know, the drug scene and how that layers in. So we're going to come right back and thank you all for listening to Love Never Fails at, uh, Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. 
And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio with Lexi and O'Brien Buchanan, beautiful married couple, um, Ada Pinal, who is telling, giving us a look into the life of uh, two individuals that love the Lord, but have a past that you might not know in looking at them and seeing their beautiful faces. You might not know that they've had these challenges in the background. And really our hope today is that we would realize that Oftentimes we're sitting next to somebody who's been impacted by human trafficking or by drug trafficking or by poverty um, or by um, social media and has had a tremendous, profound impact on their lives. And um, and yet um, they have uh, overcome that and are sitting next to you. And and how much more are how much more we are alike than we are different. Uh, from each other and in many more ways than we realize. And so I want to touch a little bit on that uh, where, you know, you said this was happening, where this was happening. You made a mention during the break that this isn't, you know, human trafficking is not just happening on East 14th in Oakland, right? Um, this is happening. Correct. Yeah, correct. Um, I just want to, a little bit about my background. You know, I was, I came up in a middle-class neighborhood, you know, I didn't need any money or anything like that. It's just, you know, to have the extra money, I think, is what kind of grabbed me, just to have the extra. And it's not just people that actually just need the money, you know, to survive that's doing it. It's starting to be very prevalent in, you know, low, mid, and high-income neighborhoods. You know, girls are getting, you know, persuaded into this and thinking it's, you know, liberating for them. Um, yeah, so, I, I mean, I have friends from all different backgrounds participating in this, and it's not necessarily because they need the money either. Yeah, so one of the things I saw there um, when I was watching the Jeffrey Epstein um, documentary is that um, the the strategy that he used is that girls were recruiting other girls, and it was all about um, that extra money, right? Like what mm-hmm. you said. So they were going in. He was he would start off with vo- one vulnerable girl in, let's say, uh, a high school in in uh, a high school in in Florida. And then that vulnerable girl, um, the, the, the way that he would introduce them is by saying that they were going to give, be giving massages for $200. And so mm-hmm. he would, you know, that one young girl would recruit another 16-year-old saying, do you want to make $200 to give old guys a massage? And so the girl would come, but obviously she'd have to do more for the massage. And so he would just kind of keep cycling through different girls through referrals. And some of the girls, because they had a higher level of need than others, um, would continue to come back while others did it. And this was, you know, every day, one or two girls would come through. So he had quite the recruiting engine. And so is that kind of how it happens, Lexi, that one girl refers the other girl and tells you, you know, this is here. Let me put you up on game. This is how it works. Or how, how does it, how does that happen in the, in the escorting world? Yeah. For me, it's, um, I don't know. I think friends, your peers, you know, other girls are into it. Um, and then they start, you know, telling you about it. Well, for me, you know, my, a lot of my friends are in on it. And I think another thing too, being brought up in the Bay Area culture and listening to Bay Area rap music, like that's a cool thing to do and it's totally normal. Um, and on social media too, it's like there's like these girls that are trying to recruit you and, you know, men also, but then it's just like crazy that there's like so many young girls that are trying to recruit you and they'll try to just say like, hey, like, do you want to come to Vegas and hang out with me or something like that? Like they'll just be totally, you know, nonchalant about it. They don't really talk about, you know, what, what is what needs to be done but i think they kind of come at you like oh you want to come hang out with me like look look at this and that i have and then they'll post all these pictures of you know the lavish lifestyle they're living yeah you know so i can see how that pulls a lot of people in yeah so bringing you in o'brien did you know you know have you did you know this was going on have you been involved to any degree and you know what are your thoughts on this um, I definitely agree with everything that's been said. And um, uh, a lot of my friends were, that's what they did. I, I was kind of doing music and it was kind of like, we, we kind of were around it so much. Like we were, you know, 
trying to sell our CDs at strip clubs and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it, it kind of just it numbed everything to me. And it, it even numbed it to where if my girlfriend was doing this, I was OK with it. And I just after a while, you know, that that doesn't sit OK with everyone. But after a while, after being around it and your friends saying, hey, I got this girl doing this with me, then it's like, OK, maybe I want to see if my girlfriend's going to do that, too. And and it's just it's just uh, just being around it and being influenced by people that just and, and nine times out of 10, those people, they weren't they weren't doing all that much for themselves either. But they just were pretending like they're just, you know, doing all of this stuff. And they only brag about the, you know, the, the the pros. They never brag about the cons to it. And it's just being around it and people just kind of normalizing it in the hood. And it was kind of right. like it, either you're going to either you're going to sell drugs, you're going to rob people or you're going to get money from women. And just being in school, I was on the radio I, or I listened to you on the radio one time. And there's another gentleman on there. And he pretty much I can relate to him a lot. He said that, you know, it started off as, you know, a girl buying some shoes for him. And then before you know it, you know, it, uh, this is culture where people always say AOB, you know, mm-hmm. everything. And, and it's like, the more, the more you, you further that thought, you get more greedy and you want, you want to do less and them to your, your girl to do more when just the Bible is just so opposite of that. It's like, we're supposed to die for our, for our spouse. And this world is, is, is flipped it on its head and making it look cool. Yes. So so we're going to take a break um, because when I want to when I come back, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about, um, you know, the way that love and intimacy and, you know, uh, uh, like, you know, getting getting your hustle on. No, no. I ain't mad at people that are out there learning how to uh, create, you know, different revenue streams. The Bible tells us to do that. It's that these are all. Um, universal concepts that, you know, God designed for us to, to, um, to be prosperous, but yet the enemy comes in as an imposter and, um, and, and presents these other opportunities or convinces us that these are the only ways that we can um, become, you know, well off. And when we have no other point of reference, or uh, especially if we come from a background where, you know, everyone's doing this, um, it becomes a part of normal culture. It becomes a part, normal part of life. So I want to come back and talk about how, you know, what, what you, I hear where God, you know, where you were, right? I hear some of where you were. I want to talk about now, what, what has God done to make things right, to put things in their right order? And what can we learn from that during this time of, of, of racial, political, um, uh, really unrest in every on every front on every front there's just unrest what can we learn from you during this difficult time we'll be right back and thank you so much for listening to Love Never Fails Radio for more information on this program visit loveneverfailsus.com that's loveneverfailsus.com We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash, consolidation, and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. Well, a few things that have popping up for me. Obviously, we're there is like tremendous unrest in our world right now. Uh, we've just come. We're coming out of uh, 
a bunch of shelter in place uh, mandates across the the across the state in California and across the nation um, uh, due to COVID. And then at the same time, uh, the George Floyd was just murdered by a police officer and, you know, horrific, just horrific scene. I can't even watch the video. It's it's just horrible. Um, And there's riots and there's protests and there is just complete unrest. And then here you are, married couple, right, with your background and you're biracial. What's your background, uh, Lexi? What's your ethnic background? Uh, I'm Chinese, Japanese, and Puerto Rican. And then, um, O'Brien, you said you're Jamaican? Yeah, I was born in Jamaica. Okay. So here you, you've got all this mixing going on in your household, right? How, you know, tell me about, you got your past. You've got the Lord with you. You've got these challenges in our environment right now. W- w- what are you doing? And how are you feeling in this season? And what is God speaking to you about what what you are to do at this very important time? Lexi, maybe start start with you and then hand off. Let's hand off to our Brian and get his perspective. Yeah, so these these times are really crazy and it's so um, saddening. Um, but I feel like God is calling us to really reach out and help people and show love to people. I think right now our world really needs love and to share love with everyone and there to be less division, you know, and to be able to just talk to people about the problems and be able to, you know, talk and make change happen. Yes. Talking communication. Absolutely. How about you, O'Brien? Are there things that you, you know, yeah. For me, for me, it's just uh, I just feel it's unfair for me not to share with my brothers that are out there that think it's only one way to, to success. And and I just want them to know that, you know, the Lord is is has uh, as an inheritance waiting for them and their co-heirs with Christ. And that says a whole lot. And and the scriptures that are that are being passed down from our ancestors. It's like I know people love to get mail. But there's a bunch of letters that were mailed from thousands of years ago to us. And if we if we if we knew the promises, I think a lot of people would be more blessed by it. And there's just so much that we just don't know. And it says, you know, that we would fall by the wayside because of our lack of of, of wisdom. And it's all there. If we were to take this time out to educate ourselves, we would realize how abundant we are and how blessed we are. And we would not be in this situation. And another thing with everything that's going on right now, I know it's it's real tough out there for people and all the riots and stuff, but I think it's a time for us to to look at ourselves and have an opportunity to look like Christ when we do the right thing under persecution. You know, while, while everyone's being persecuted, now's the time to, to turn the other cheek. I know it's hard, but it's time to let let the other man go first. It's like just it's like you can't learn his uh his characteristics without looking at him. It's like, how do you be Christ-like? You have to look at Christ and see what he's like. And it's just, yeah, I think if people were to look closer, they would see the inheritance they have and just know that it's, it's, it's so much more to life than what they think. Yeah. And I think if I could map back into some of the things that you said, what I see there is the people who are looting, right? Um, the word I see to them is, um, you know, you know, like you said, it, there's promises, there's riches, right? That God has stored up for you, young man and young lady, whoever is looting. There yes. are riches he's stored up for you. You don't have to do that. You can receive what God has for you. And then for those that are um, wanting to basically take out all the police because there was these corrupt police that did what they did, um, you know, just knowing, re- remembering, first of all, that vengeance isn't ours, right? Vengeance right, is not right. ours. It's the Lord's. And secondly, um, w- you know, not every police officer, just like not every black person is doing any one thing. We are, we are all individuals before God made uniquely. And we, you know, we, you can't just take one people group and just off them because one person did something wrong. Right. So, um, it's pretty common sense, right? But unfortunately, people's emotions are in the mix here. And so I think, you know, the biggest thing that I'm doing in this season, guys, is praying. You, I, you guys, I'm sure, are doing the same. Pray, yes. pray, 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 pray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
are you are you um you know i i know you wanted to mention lexi that you you're really wanting to bring into the church just going back to the trafficking issue um some awareness and some clarity about healing around sex and marriage in the church is that right yeah yeah i really want to push you know churches um you know i'm just a christian's period to just really notice that this is a prevalent issue and we should not take a blind eye to it and i know in the bible it says older women need to teach younger women and in this culture we're living in now the older women are doing the same thing as the younger women so as christian women we need to be contributing to teaching young women and not just in our families and our churches but also in our community and also, you know, teach them about sex and how, how sex is a covenant from God. And, you know, because I know a lot of things, a lot of people, you know, kind of separate sex from love. And it's like we're just numb to it and we don't see its importance and we don't see how it can affect us. Yes, yes, yes. I, it, that's so good. And, man, I wish we had some more time because my husband and I just had the best conversation about, you know, because I'm a survivor of rape and, and how that has uh, affected me us in, you know, in terms of marital sex. And we just had this really great conversation about it. And uh, the Lord gave me just like a mind blowing revelation about it. And um, so we've been talking about uh, maybe we have a, a discussion, a deeper discussion about that with the church, but I love that you brought that out. And again, there's just so much here, uh, but hopefully you got a glimpse and um, maybe we can have Lexi and O'Brien out again. We're going to take a a quick break and we're going to come back with events that are going on in the community. But thank you so much for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. Well, I am so grateful again, uh, Lexi and O'Brien, for your you coming on the show. I know there are a few pieces that you want to share uh, with the listening audience as they just you know reflect on our discussion. What, what are some of the things that you want them to take away from this, Lexi? Um, just like I told you before, the church needs to get more involved and you know be welcoming to. Um, some of these women, um, I did want to have a little example here, just a short example. My pastor, um, we had this um, woman that was actually prostituting. She would come in Wednesday night Bible study and try to wash up. And my pastor wouldn't like run her out or anything. He would sit her down. He would stop Bible study and pray for her and ask her if she needs any prayer for anything and lay hands on her. I think that's so important that we do that. And also just to show women, you know, their worth. And that there's no mon- monetary worth and show them their kingdom worth, that they're daughters of the most high God, their royalty and chosen and love and fearfully and wonderfully created by God. And I just feel like we need to make sure we show that, you know, money disappears with the blood of Christ and does forever. Beautiful, beautiful. And how about you, O'Brien? I just want, I just want the, the guys to know that there's, there's, this is a better way. And um, it's a, it's a more honoring way and it, you, you won't, I take it from me who I've done it and I'm telling you that this is way better. Get on this gravy train that uh, it's like we're in his kingdom never ends and you will never be, you'll never be w- without anything. He, he, he'll, he's, 
he's he's going to give you more than you can give him. And, and that's even your time. That's even your resources. Just give to the Lord, whether it's uh, so into the kingdom, it, you you will benefit abundantly and it, it's a better life. And it's it's way much easier on your body. And I just I just want people to just know that the, the Lord is where it's at. You know, if you if you join join a church and just start educating yourself. I know for a fact that in a year from now, you'll be better off financially, physically, mentally. And it's just so good. I mean, the, the gospel is like death is, is, is the silver lining and no one could say that. And it's like, how could that be? You need to find out how that is. And I always say, it sounds cliche that, you know, the crisis is everything, the answer to everything, but he really is. You just have to take the time and find out how is he. How is, yes. how is that so? And it, it, like, you might not know how it works, but know that it does work. Figure it out and it will yeah. work. It will work. And it's just, it's just, it's just so, and, and it would, your generations to come will be around to benefit from it. If, if we just stop with us, this is where the, 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 the line stops. But we have to just continue to, to pour into the kingdom and, and pass this word on to others that are suffering the same way that we were suffering. Amen. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, if you if you would like to connect with Lexi and O'Brien in some way to um, hear more from them, uh, please feel free to reach out to me, uh, Vanessa at loveneverfailsus.com. I have a feeling, you know, I just I just think um, one of the things my heart's desire for the ladies in the house is that, um, you know, they, they all want to be married. And I think um, I just love that that you guys we're able to come out of that situation and get into marriage. And I know that marriage is, is hard. I mean, there are times where my husband and I have hit bumps in the road. It's not like a cakewalk, but just to know that you can find somebody that um, you, you know, shares your beliefs and understands where you're, you came from is so encouraging. And I hope that um, I hope that those that are listening get are encouraged by that and they can encourage other people in similar situations um, to know that as well. So um, we're going to just a couple of things I uh, wanted to make sure that you guys are aware of. So as a result of COVID um, love never fails, um, we closed our physical store. We are going to be reopening our store probably the beginning of July. Now that we're phase three in Alameda County, um, our community store is at two, two, five, eight, zero grand street in Hayworth uh, cross street is a street. Um, but in the meantime, we have actually um, implemented a um, e-platform, e-shopping platform um, that uh, will allow you to uh, support our store today. And you can you can uh, actually log into that now. It's at store, S-T-O-R-E dot loveneverfailsus.com. And uh, you'll notice beautiful items, BCBG, um, uh, Michael Kors. Um, brand name things uh, for a very inexpensive rates. And of course, all the funds help to support our programs. So please do support there. Also, we've moved all of our IT classes online um, and we're actually starting a new cohort for Google IT. It started last Thursday, so it's not too late to sign up. You can sign up today by going to loveneverfailsus.com forward slash IT biz, B-I-Z, and there you can register for any of the Cisco classes or the Google IT class. Um, so we're super excited about that. And those lead potentially, I mean, there are certain criteria, but they lead to paid apprenticeship programs, um, you know, starting at $15 an hour and progressing towards um, uh, $39 an hour. Isn't that awesome? So, you know, just uh, please take a look at that and give it some consideration and the other um, thing to note is we are going to be doing some ICAP introduction to, uh, intro, introduction to cybersecurity and programming classes where uh, it's a three hour, three to five hour. We're still determining the time frame because we're going to do it on Zoom. And that's where you're going to be re uh, developing coding a video game in Python using Python scripting. Um, so we'd love for you to participate in that. I'll give you some updates on that, but just keep that in mind. That's coming. That'll be all of these things that I've mentioned aside of the store are free to you. So the classes are free to you. Um, and, um, and then 
Uh, also wanted you to just uh, invite you out. We are doing virtual outreaches. Last month, we, we outreached to Antioch. We were able to speak to 22 women. Of those 22 women, three women came forward that had children 12 and 13 years old, and they were living in motels and whatnot and needing help. Um, and so now we're able to get them help from the Family Justice Center. We're going to be reaching out to different cities throughout the Bay Area online. So we do it over Zoom. If you're interested in participating in that, please reach out to Felicia, F-E-L-I-C-I-A at loveneverfailsus.com. Get signed up today. Also, Felicia is our volunteer coordinator. So if you'd like to volunteer and you've always wanted to do it, reach out to Felicia. Again, same email address and say, I'd like to be onboarded to volunteer in some capacity. We have need for all kinds of things, tabling, fundraising, um, uh, raising awareness, doing a little, uh, doing a little educational spots on your social media, a variety of things um, like that are very much needed. So please reach out to Felicia and if you're interested in any of that. Um, also, lastly, I will note that we are going to be opening up a house for children, specifically for commercially sexually exploited children. We have two houses for mothers and or women and their children. Now we're going to be opening a house for 11 to 16 year olds. And we need your financial support in order to do that. We are trying to raise $325,000 by August. Why are we doing this? We just rescued a girl or helped to participate in a rescue of a 15 year old. And she basically in a couple of months will have to return home where she will not stay or she will um, have to go into foster care if we don't provide an alternative. All of the programs in the Bay Area that did housing for CSEC have closed. So please partner with us in that. You can go to our website to learn more or reach out to me, Vanessa at loveneverfailsus.com. Hey, if you haven't heard it before, you need to hear it again. I want to make sure one thing that's very important. I want to make sure you know that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Give love a chance.